Welcome to Two Book Minimum. Because life's too short to read one book at a time, I'm Monica Fumarolo. It would be downright irresponsible of me to let episode 007 pass me by and not do something spy-related, right? Though, ironically, I've never read any of the James Bond novels and could only name a handful of the movie titles under duress. Never mind any of that, though. I love a good theme-coordinated episode, and with timing like this, well, it would almost be like Kismet if not for the fact that I realized this last week and purposely went to my public library in search of some clandestine capers that would fit the bill. I will be talking about Allie Carter's upcoming adult debut, The Blonde Identity, which will be hitting shelves in August 2023, but first up is Undercover Latina by Aya de Leon. Spy books have been a hit at my middle school library for as long as I have been there. There's the Spy School series by Stuart Gibbs, the Alex Ryder series by Anthony Horowitz, City Spies by James Ponty, Gallagher Girls by Allie Carter. Frankly, I can never have too many options for fans of these types of tales. Therefore, I was excited to discover Undercover Latina by Aya de Leon, which came out from Candlewick in 2022. I will definitely be adding this one to my school's collection when I get back to the building in August. Andrea was born into a family of spies. Both of her parents work for The Factory, an international organization that is exclusively staffed by people of color with the primary objective of bringing down white supremacy and those who carry out nefarious or dangerous dealings to advance their backward cause. It's the only life she's ever known, moving around constantly with her parents and little brother from mission to mission. And now that she's in on the secret, she's an operative of the factory as well. She's done her piece here and there, working to the organization's advantage where an adult would be too suspicious, but a teen would blend right into the background. But now, she's being asked to take on a mission in which she will be the primary agent. The goal? Befriend Kyle, the son of a known white supremacist who has gone quiet and find out if the boy has had any contact with his father. Andrea is uniquely suited for the job because even though she is Latina and very proud of her heritage, her skin is light enough that she could pass as white. There's always a chance that Kyle may share his father's closed-minded views, and therefore he may be more willing to open up to someone who appears to be white like he is. Therefore, Andrea becomes Andrea, enrolls in public school for the first time, and gets to work. She believes in the work she's doing, but shutting down a huge part of who she is and hiding her heritage is tougher than she thought it would be. And things get even more complicated when you add in a competitive collector card game and a very cute Latino boy who is Kyle's best friend and always around. I got through this book in a couple of days, and as I said before, I think it's going to fit in well with the middle school library that I run. Big, important societal concepts such as white supremacy, microaggressions, and passing are addressed in a context that is straightforward and necessary to understanding the plot. Characters wrestle with the reality of these facts and what it means not only for people of color, but all members of society. There are also the usual growing pains of being 14, such as friendships, romantic feelings, familial complications, and fitting in. At times I felt like the messaging was a bit heavy-handed and I wasn't quite sure who the intended audience was, but I'm sure it was not a woman in her 30s, so I let it slide. Really, the biggest challenge for me was keeping track of the various characters and rules that went along with this Magic the Gathering-style card game that the teens play and compete in throughout the book. The game itself had to do with time-traveling and slavery, 
which at times allowed for additional opportunities to consider the novel's themes, while at other times felt like a bit much. However, again, I fully realize that as a white woman, I am not in a place where I can make a comprehensive assessment and that my own racial privileges and systemic biases prevent me from being able to have a clear perspective, especially as it impacts people of color. I'm marking to recognize and unprogram those tendencies and to be as anti-racist as possible. All in all, this is a middle school story where the plot moves quickly, has substance, and there's more to everything than initially meets the eye. If you're a librarian who works with the 11 to 14 set, make sure this one is on your shelves. To me, Allie Carter is the undisputed queen of the girl power action novel. I inhaled the Gallagher Girls series. I deeply love the High Society trilogy, though I do wish they would update the covers so my male readers would be more likely to pick them up. Embassy Row was an awesome take on international relations for the YA set. And now, after so many years of giving teens plenty of options, Allie Carter is having her adult debut come this August from Avon with The Blonde Identity. I was lucky enough to get an advanced copy of this book on NetGalley, and it's Gallagher Girls Grown Up. Kind of. Readers start off with a woman in the middle of a Paris street. She has no idea how she got there and no idea who she is, but she eventually comes to realize that someone, certainly not her, thinks she's a spy. But that can't be right, can it? A comedy of action, adventure, and errors ensues as chapters alternate between our mystery woman and a man who absolutely is an operative trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Do not call him a spy. I flew through this book, laughing out loud as much as I was clinging to the edge of my seat, needing to know what happens next, how this whole calamitous situation of espionage and mystique fit together with a cast of characters who are at the top of their game and a protagonist who is hilariously average in comparison. She brings a sense of levity and grounding to the whole story. I sincerely hope that this either ends up being the start of a series or at least a beginning to Carter writing more books for those readers who are a bit older than the YA set, but still Gallagher girls at heart. So that's the story for now. I'm currently reading Give Me a Sign by Anna Sortino, and until next time, happy reading. <laughs>